an undisclosed location in a basement somewhere in New York City. It's the Shredhead Podcast with your host, Oroku Saki, a.k.a. The Shredder. All right, all right, my mutant miscreants, welcome to my parlor, said the spider to the fly. That's right. It's episode four of the Shredhead Podcast with me, your host, Orokusaki, a.k.a. The Shredder, and on the ones and twos, my main brain, my man, Krang. Yeah, say what up, get your shit off. I know, I know. Right, right, right. Okay, so, uh, I'm trying very hard not to let this podcast turn into an NBA podcast where we discuss exclusively the National BA, and so, uh, I'm going to lean that way a little bit at first, but this week, this week is a doozy, y'all, because I have my first interview ever and it's it's basically like if you had Oprah coming on your show except I have April coming on today's show that's right April O'Neill the Emmy Award winning the Pulitzer Prize winning the media mogul the native New Yorker uh Friend of those blasted turtles. Uh, April and I have a bit of a checkered past, to say the very least. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm a little worried about how this could go. Uh, yeah, w- w- without getting too deep into it, um, because we will get very deep into it later on. Uh, my interview with, uh, with, with April O'Neil. It was it was quite an honor. Uh, she came onto my show. We we discussed. We will discuss many uh, many of the things I said. Like like, like I, I I make it no secret that I'm sorry about my past, and so we'll get into all of that. But right now, uh, Zion Williamson. Fuck it. Let's do it. Zion Williamson, the man. Young man, child from Duke, who came into the league and to take the league by storm, and then when had knee knee surgery. Right, what a letdown. But um, you know he he had his league debut because summer league, jeez, <clears throat> summer league. And preseason don't count, right? So you know he played a couple of couple of bounces of the ball, but now we had him for his first and second game this week. Ah, uh, thoroughly, thoroughly impressive. He, uh, you, you, you don't see big man work like that, uh, because it's different when you know you've got an AD out there who could be powering over guys but 
chooses to be more finesse oriented. Uh, you know, uh, he's he's uh, he's a worker, of, and it's it's almost like Zion is the same in that regard, where he can do it all, but move. You know what I mean? Get out of the way. You know, AD has to be one of the heaviest people in the league, and if he's coming down down the lane, if he's he's coming downhill. You're not exactly worried, per se, about taking a charge, you know. He can reach over you. He'll probably do something finesse to uh, to get the ball in the hoop. But nah, man, this kid, who actually had 12 points uh, off of three-pointers in the fourth quarter. Uh, you know, way, for, way, to, way, way, way to go, Pop. Way to... Let the kid get over. I'm talking, of course, of Greg Popovich, who apparently was telling telling people to just let him shoot the ball. And, uh, you know, they won the game, in all fairness. But if a kid hits two in a row, I don't think I need to see two more before I say, eh, okay, check up. You know, I don't. But then again, I'm not Greg Popovich, you know. Uh, I'm not gonna, going to get into all-star picks just yet because we don't have everybody. Uh, is Braun a captain? Sorry. So, Krang, Krang, look it up and, um, and hit me in the, in the headphones and let me know if LeBron is a captain this year. I feel like he was not. Uh, there were a lot of people getting all-star votes. Uh, anyway, while Krang looks that up. While Krang looks that up, let's uh, let's go to some guys we're not worried about getting into the All Star game, and that, of course, the New York Knickerbockers. Garbage, y'all. Uh, let's see. They went three and one over the past week. So, uh, twenty-five percent. You know, uh, wow. And, but you know, um, you know, it was the Lakers. They lost to the Lake Show. Uh, let's see who else does. They lost to boy, who was it? Was it? Oh, it was the Sixers. That's right. The Sixers beat them uh, in what must have been a thriller at ninety to eighty-seven as the final. Dear Lord. We did manage to knock off the Kettle's pesky Cleveland Cavaliers, though, by 20 points in that ass. That's right. I didn't watch the one game in which we won. Maybe, maybe I should pull, uh, what, 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 what are my man's, what's my man's name? Uh, the, they call him Good Luck Chuck, who left the, uh, who left the Chiefs game. And they went down big, and then they came back big. You know, that guy who got a, a cool 15 minutes of fame. That was, that was dope. It was dope um, for being a bad luck charm that turned into a good luck charm by eliminating himself from the situation. Anyway, uh, yeah, um, I, I don't watch the NFL anyway because, you know, I, uh, you know I'm, I'm still taking a knee. 
Kaepernick does not have a job, and so I don't watch. Still, we're still here, baby. KP's, K Kaepernick, seven. You know, shit is a sham. Keep your third eye open. Uh, speaking of one who needs to open his third eye, let's look at Kyrie. Oh, boy. Kyrie Irving. Went away, got injured. Had some things to say about people who had some things to say about him. And then quoted... Ah, oh, jeez. I don't even want to read... I'm not going to read the quote. Suffice it to you, because I'm sure you've heard it already. Uh, it says... Blah, blah, blah. People were talking about me. They crucified Martin Luther King. Listen, Martin Luther King Day was just this past week. Relax. You are not Dr. Martin Luther King, fam. And Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was not crucified. That's Jesus. Man. Like, I, I don't know. I really want to believe that Kyrie is just trolling us with the things that he says. But man, man, that's tough. Martin Luther King was crucified, but nigga, don't you never breathe your breathe Martin Luther King's name in a sentence that will ultimately be rev reversed back onto you in comparison to Dr. Martin Luther the King. Niggas, you crazy. And that should win you. I mean, I, I, I think I'm going to let Cretan of the Week. That, yeah, you, you, were going to, you weren't going to be Cretan of the Week. But yeah, fuck it. Cretan of the Week. Uh, we'll, we'll have a co-Cretan. Co-Cretan. Hell no, co-cretin of the week. All right, you you went in the first half of the show, and uh, we'll announce the other cretin of the week in the second half. Not nearly as a uh, as egregious as Kyrie's uh, Martin Luther King got crucified statement in comparison to people talking about him being a bad leader on a basketball team. Sure, totally the same thing, Kyrie. Totally. Mm. I can't believe niggas wanted him to come to New York. I mean the real New York, not, well, you know. I, I realized just the other day, like trying to watch a Nets game, why I can't, I simply can't fuck with them and... The answer is as simple as the as the Barclays Center floor. It am I the only one? Am I the only one? Um, it fucks with me, man. Like I can't concentrate on the game because the the floor is black and white, and so it looks like I love Lucy, but then they it's like they Instagram people in colored jerseys. Am I the only one? It it really bothers my eyes, man. Like the 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 Barclays floor is very very weird. Uh, 
It's some gentrification shit, man. I don't know. I don't like it. I can't get with it. They need to get a regular floor because that black and white, uh, that, that gray gradient, uh, grayscale floor really messes with my eyes. And um, I can't imagine how I would blend it. I don't know. It's something else about, you know, again, coming from being a ninja in the art of invisibility and all of that, uh, to see all of those colors, those vibrant, like, Laker colors and things um, against that that grayscale again. It's just... I, I, I personally can't do it. I, I feel like I need to wear a pair of sunglasses or something to, like, even it out. I don't know, man. Could just be me. Makes me feel like I'm colorblind or some weird shit when I when I watch the, those games. But oh man, I'm uh, really really trying to stall here because up next we will have our interview with. The great, and quite possibly the angry, April O'Neil, coming up right after this message. Hey, hey, yeah, you. You like comic books, anime, and stuff? Sure you do. Who the hell doesn't? And that's why you should listen to a podcast called Fresh. It's like audio cliff notes of ancient texts painstakingly translated by us for you. So do yourself a favor. Like and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Trust me, we're everywhere. So don't forget, it's a podcast called Fresh on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Anchor FM, and anywhere podcasts are casted. What kind of forever? How do I know I'm not going to be a cretin of the week? Well, you're you're too decorated. You're there's no way anyone could confuse you with a Cretan. You never were, actually. You're more of a nuisance, but not a Cretan. You've said much worse things to me before. Ah, uh, well, you know, we've done much worse to you before. I, your your boyfriend there tried to kill me, but uh, I was trying to kill everybody else. So, Kesara, Sara. You definitely deserve that. I wouldn't say deserve. That's kind of... You know, the, what does anyone deserve these days? Like, what, what, what? What does justice. anybody... Justice! People deserve justice! True. They deserve to be treated with kindness. Right, but... Exactly, exactly, and I know that now. I understand that now, but in my youth, and and I, and I am by no means trying to excuse my former behavior. Uh, That's but, what this all sounds like. It just sounds like excuses. Well, if if that version of Orokusaki had died in the back of that truck, we wouldn't have this version here now. Um, really, and again. It's all about second chances, redemption. That That is the story of Orokusaki now. You are the shredder. 
How could anyone believe you could be anything else but Shredder? Uh, I, I don't expect anyone to believe anything just yet. Um, I, I know that the, the, the criticism that I receive, um, the things that, uh, people hold against me that, listen, I get it, totally get it, uh, and this isn't something that happens overnight, but, you know, eventually... All I can, all that I can do at the end of the day is my very best to pick up the pieces and atone for what I did before. And uh, whether or not anyone wants to accept it or anyone uh, wants to believe it is not up to me anymore. Atone? And how do you expect to atone for the past? Uh, basically, just what I'm doing now, just trying to get my story there. Having people like you come on to the Shredhead podcast and um, just let's all get some closure. You know, uh, I am still in therapy. I remain in therapy. Uh, a megalomaniac is just another form of addiction. Uh, and again, I won't beat the victim drum, but uh, I needed help. I sought help. I'm getting help. And uh, all, the only thing I can try and do is, is move forward, uh, knowing good and well that the, the, the past is the past and the present is a gift. Tomorrow is a myth. You know what I mean? So all I can do is deal right here, right now. Uh, and I'll let the future take care of itself. We can't just forget about the past, about all the things you did. Uh, absolutely not. I wouldn't, I'm not suggesting anybody forget anything. I won't forget anything. That's what keeps me from going back to what I used to be, you see. Um, and it is important to mention that I am in a highly guarded safe, undisclosed location where you cannot touch me. You would be strongly advised to stay away. Uh, of course. Uh, and that's really for your own security. Uh, whatever you need to do to be be uh, comfortable, I fully agree with. L let me, uh, miscreants, we are back. Uh, if, you didn't, if you didn't hear, uh, it is my pleasure to present to you uh, the Emmy Award winning Pulitzer Prize winning media mogul who is a native New Yorker and a former computer programmer, Miss April O'Neill. Thank you, Shredder. People are clapping. People are clapping. And I, I get it. Uh, I go by Oroku Saki now. Uh, my, my original name, uh, my family name. The Shredder, while, you know, it, it's important for branding, uh, I am no longer the Shredder. Uh, Oroku Saki uh, is all that remains. How can you expect anyone to believe that you're anything but the Shredder? Uh, uh, for one, I gave up the blades. Um, but again, I, I don't expect 
anyone to believe anything. Um, you you can see my actions. Uh, actually, uh, let, let's 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 switch roles here. Uh, you know, I know that you're used to uh, asking the questions and doing the interviews and uh, you know having all the control on your show, but you're you're here uh, with the Shredhead podcast. So um, let, let, let's let's get back on this track. Uh, we're going to stay with the same things, but really, I just wanted to, um, you know, because this is more about you than it is me. Um, I wanted to uh, to uh, provide the platform where you can come on here and say whatever it is that you feel you need to say to me, because. I know in the past I have done terrible things and um, I owe you as much to listen to, um, to, to, to what you have to say, not to reply, but to listen, to hear you. I'm listening, Miss O'Neill. You are fiendishly inhuman, unbelievable. Isn't this just a ploy? This is just another one of your diabolical schemes to brainwash the masses and to uh, get world domination. I, I, I am no longer interested in world domination. I am not interested in political office. I can't even run the Foot Clan anymore. The very last thing I want to do is to be in charge of people like world domination. I spoke about it before. Uh, world domination is entirely too involved. Uh, just the, the, the logistically trying to run the world. Would, it, it's, it's just too many moving pieces. The, 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 by the time you are able to make something happen, you're on your deathbed. I'm a human. I'm a regular old man. Uh, How do you expect anyone to see you as human? That's a fair point. Uh, but here I am. Uh, you know, uh, I would like to see who, besides the Christ himself, is the perfect person. Uh, but I can only speak to that, really. Uh, and again, we're getting we're getting back to you asking me questions. I I want to know what you are feeling right now, Ms. O'Neill. I I want to get to where um, what did our interactions in the past, my transgressions, how did they affect you, and what is it that you want to get at me about? I'm not even sure an apology could atone for all the awful that you did to me and the turtles and the world. It was just, just terrible. Even the way you treated people around you. True. Um, and, and, and as far as, uh, my treatment, I'll, I'll begin with my treatment of you. Um, I always respected you. Um, Respected me when you were tying me up? In all fairness, that was Bebop and Rocksteady. Uh, and I was surprised. You were the one who ordered it. Well, 
the other thing you have to remember is that Bebop and Rocksteady aren't very good with knots. They never were. They could barely tie a shoe, let alone tie a person. Uh, so not to victim blame or anything, uh, those knots were easily uh, undone. Uh, but uh, the, the, the fact that I gave the order, you were merely... I never had a problem with you, per se, until you started snitching on the Foot Clan uh, and, and to saying that we're the crime wave and all that, you know. So and, why me? Was it because I was a reporter? Well, yeah, remember, because uh, there were you were saying some very incendiary things about the Foot Clan. and uh, I was uncovering uh, the truth. But the, the thing is, as a ninja organization, it is kind of imperative that you remain covered. Well, that and was not my problem. You, you kind of made it your problem, you see, uh, by reporting on it, you know. And uh, and you could have just left it alone when, when people didn't believe you, you know. So we had to keep tabs on you. We had a guy on the inside... So you targeted uh, me because I was good at my job. Well, you being good at your job affects us being good at our jobs. Then we kind of, you know, you, you see where I'm going here again, because what we were doing was the the, the wrong thing. Uh, I still, you know, you still have the moral high ground. I'm not saying what we did was right. I'm just explaining it, um, you know. But, yeah, it was very valuable for us to remain in the shadows, and then you start shining lights. Eh. So, do you regret anything that you did? I regret everything that I did. Uh, and how do we know that that's true? Well, because it is very, like, like I said, it, it, I squandered my gift. Okay. As as a leader of of young men, I could have done anything. I could have been a football coach. I could have been a motivational speaker. I could have been a counselor, a therapist, a martial arts instructor, anything. And I led a, a young uh, I led an army of sm young boys into war with four turtles, a crime wave. They hung on every word that I had. Uh, if you ever saw the setup, there was a big warehouse. There was one side where they were just playing video games and skateboarding and smoking cigarettes. And then a bell would ring. And then everybody, I'm really taking you behind the curtain now. Uh, uh, the, 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 there would be a symbol and then everybody would go to this other side of this big warehouse and listen to me talk, you know, that we would have like ceremonies, stuff like that. Everybody circle around. And uh, I squandered that gift. I didn't, I not squandered as much as I abused that gift. And it haunts me every day to know that what I'm doing now is a mere fraction of what I could be doing if I had 
used what God gave me properly the first time. And here I am now just trying to figure it out and pick up the pieces. So I have a question for you, Shredder. You've got plenty of questions, it seems. If you could go back in the past and change one thing, what would you change? Uh, I... It's very hard to narrow down. Uh, I would, I would probably, I wouldn't have killed Amato Yoshi. Actually, I would have. He he murdered my brother, and um, as a ninja, you know, just for honor, for the sake of my brother's honor, I probably would have still done. But I. I would not have let it consume me. And that's where I think I went wrong. It, it consumed me. And and so, like, like I formed the Foot Clan specifically to go after this one guy. And then after that, it got so good to me. I was like, well, while we're here, we might as well be a crime syndicate. So, yeah, I, I think I I wouldn't have let that consume me. And I would have turned my gifts. Uh, I, I'm a genius level intellect. Uh, I, 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 I'm a very. I was a very gifted student. Uh, you know, very learned uh, and and uh, a ridiculously good martial artist. But I can't use any of it right now. You know, here I am, just. Uh, on an apology tour, so to speak, you know. So is this your apology? Uh, well, an apology, um, and, and this is what I learned in, in therapy. Uh, I'll use my I statements as well. Um, an apology has at least, at its very core, three parts, you know. So there's the uh, the acknowledgement and the ownership of what I did to you and the Turtles and my friend Krang, and Bebop and Rocksteady, and everybody else who surrounded me. I was an extremely toxic person, and I have to own that and acknowledge that. Now, to seek... um, The second part is, of course, to to, to seek forgiveness or or to uh, the apology itself, what, what most people consider the apology, the expression of that remorse, which I am truly remorseful, Ms. O'Neill, for you, for even even for Casey Jones, who tried to squish me in the back of a truck. I get it. I was being a dick. Uh, you know, you pull the cord. One dick move deserves another. I get it. Um, and everyone else, you know, uh, I, I, I express true remorse. I can't tell you how you would know, but uh, that's uh, me expressing remorse is me doing my part and then you accepting it or not is completely up to you. I understand it one way or the other. Uh, And uh, of course, the third part being the changing of one's behavior, uh, which is... All that I can do now is look toward the future, and I, like I said, I can't even I can't even coach a football team now. They won't uh, they won't let me anywhere near, you know, um, uh, uh, children and or or uh, 
the youth and the, the, you know how crazy that sounds. I can't be around kids. That sound makes me sound like some kind of freak, some kind of miscreant, literal miscreant. You know what I mean? Uh, and so, yeah, all that I can do now, I'm pretty much forced to change my behavior. Uh, so the, who are you? If you're not Shredder, who are you? Uh, I'm, I'm just a Rokusaki. Uh, I'm just a man who's made several mistakes. Uh, pretty much everything that I did from my youth onto the time that I decided to turn myself in was a mistake. And, uh, I wronged you. I wronged many others. I wronged society. And, uh, yeah, here I am, you know, so don't, no, no one pity me or anything. Uh, that's not what I'm here for. You know, that's not what I started this podcast for. I, I started this podcast to stay out of trouble and, and roast the New York Knickerbockers. That was my main focus. And, um, somewhere along the way in episode four, here we are. We almost lasted four weeks, y'all. We, we, we have lasted four weeks. Here I am trying to do something real by speaking to you and, and starting what I would call this apology tour. Well, sure. I mean, Aroku, I don't know if I believe or accept your apology, but... Thank you for saying it, and you haven't tried anything here thus far, so... And I, and I won't. I, 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 I truly won't. Um, those days are behind me. And, uh... Well, I, we'll have to see. Um, and before you go, is there anything that you want to uh, promote or push, or um, you have an IG account, maybe you'd like to promote? I, I just, I just don't know if you're a reformed evildoer or a psychopathic mastermind with a podcast, but uh, I don't have anything else to say. Well, all right. Thank you for coming, uh, for, for, for coming to my parlor. Uh, Miss O'Neill can of course be seen on several media outlets because she's a media mogul. Uh, she has several shows. She has a channel of her own, of course. Um, you can, you can, you can just look in the sky and pretty much see April O'Neill because she's a big old star, y'all. Thank you for coming by, Miss O'Neill. Thank you for allowing me the chance to speak with you and apologize and, and to try to clear the air. Uh, I, I'm truly thankful that I didn't do anything stupid like, you know, murder you or anything that was very glad um, that I didn't do anything that I couldn't take back. Uh, as for uh, the, the next person on my list uh, to, to speak with and apologize to, you know, you, I, I have no idea. Um, if you if you speak to the guys, let them know that I am looking to... Um, to, to, to converse with them as well, Ms. O'Neill. Uh, Don't will... worry, they're listening. Okay. Uh, of, well, of course, of course. Uh, actually, Michelangelo and Bebop, 
uh, hang out from time to time. I've heard. Um, they say Mikey has really good weed, and so they like him. Uh, hey, weed's legal wherever he is. He's not in New York City, from what I understand. Anyway, I'm going to let you go, Miss O'Neill. Thank you very much for coming by. Thank you. We'll talk with you uh, at a later date, hopefully, from another undisclosed location, so long as you feel safe. Mutant miscreants, that's the end of this interview. We'll be back with uh, the Shred Commendations and the Cretan of the Week. Hello, this is the Gambi Motambo. And after a hard game, I like to kick back and relax with a Middleton's Black and Mild. The flavor is just like the air from Mount Kilimanjaro. You won't find tobacco this rich in the Congo itself. And there's nothing filtering your Black and Mild experience except for this plastic tip that will make you feel like the Great Gatsby or, or a debutante at one of his parties. Black and Mild cigarillos come in many assortments such as jazz, casino, sweets, or wine. This fragrance smokes will also make your car smell amazing, especially if you have leather interior. Some people say smoking a black is bad for you. I say, no, no, no. See for yourself. Inhale the experience. All right, we're back for the last leg of today's Shredhead podcast. Ah. Uh, Oh, yes, so so Krang did a little research. Yes, uh, LeBron still is. Oh, wait a minute. Was that an old... I swear this nigga's not a captain this year, bro. Hold on. Krang, you didn't get me some old intel, did you? Maybe. Hold on, let me... No, no, it's it's legit. All right, LeBron and and, and the the Greek freak are all-star captains. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, what about Derrick Rose? Did we get Derrick Rose in there? You gotta be happy for Derrick Rose, man. He's having a hell of a year, even if they're not winning in the D. Let's see. Do do do. Ah, it doesn't matter. We can go through that again. This is not an international VA podcast. Uh Creighton of the week. Yes, Darrell Revis, sitting on his couch in Revis Island. And having so much to say about the game of one Richard Sherman, you know, you you you've seen it. He was talking about him hiding in a cover three, not going one on one, and all that shit as a shutdown corner. Nigga, shut up, shut up, shut up. You know, I always have a problem with someone. Who's just sitting there, blah, 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 blah. And not out there on the field, getting it popping. You know, talk is very cheap. 
and everyone can afford it. <sighs> that's 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 mad corny. Shout out to Richard Sherman. You know, uh, to I mean, as black men, right? Do we do we have to do anything that's like unsolicited beef? Don't we have to, to come out of nowhere and just tear down another brother for the entertainment of these pecker woods? You know, it's in bad taste, my nigga. It'd be different if you were on the field and, and the two of you were engaged in battle. But all of this, everybody with these Twitter fingers out of the blue talking about another man. Shut up, man. Just shut up. We're not even in direct competition. It'd be different if we were sitting there across from, but these old has-beens and used-to-bees always got something to say about people who are currently on the in, in the game, you know? That's enough. Shut up, clown. You Creighton of the week, Darrell Revis. Your washed-up ass. You was cold. At one point in time, you fought well in the old style, but if you at the crib, you at the crib. Shut up. You know what I'm saying? Hate niggas who be at the crib who have anything to say about somebody else. I don't know. That's just me. Uh, you know. Douse yourself in haterade or something, my nigga. Come on off. Coming off real haterish over there. Damn, ain't nobody even ask you, cuz. Anyway, shred commendations. That's right, recommendations made to you by Oroko Saki, aka the Shredder. Uh, Toy Galaxy. Shit's fire. Uh, I forget the name of the host, but um, he either looks like he's having a really good day or a really bad day depending on the topic. I don't know if it's, I mean, it's not the topic, but some videos he looks like he's doing all right, and then next you're worried about him, but uh, the information is usually about old toys from the 80s and 90s, uh, where, um, let's see, where's my man, where's my man? It's really funny. Hold on. I don't want a YouTube video to start. Pretty sure his shit is pretty sophisticated, and I don't want any of that. But, um, Toy Galaxy, it's on YouTube. You can check it out. Uh, he does uh, old school toys and uh, uh, shows. Not as much as, um, not really in the realm of gaming, but um, definitely the history of Saturday morning cartoons and why they disappeared. Uh, he talks about Captain Power. The history and controversy. Um, you know, it does, he does some lazy-ass top tens here and there. You know, top ten Transformers, top ten uh, horror movie action figures, that sort of thing. Um, looking directly at it here. but um, And then he has, like, some really cool figures. He does some things on some rebuilds, some, uh, some stuff that he'll do uh some take apart and put back together and some posable stuff uh it's 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 really really in depth they do a very good job uh giving you the rundown on all these old toys and 
um, you know, for, for because we all love nostalgia. You know, if you're here, it's because you love nostalgia. And uh, we eat it up like birdseed out of the hand of Snow White or some someone. I don't know. One of them. Anyway, I'm done. And uh, that that brings us to the end of episode four, my miscreants. Join us next week when uh, maybe we'll have something to talk about. You know, uh, a lot less pressure coming from uh, someone that I've done wrong before. Me and Krang are just going to kick it next week, man. I'm going to take pretty much take the week off, man, because damn, it got pretty intense in here. Uh, but I thank you for sticking with us through it all until next week. Oh, what's that? It's over there. You. Is that a ninja vanish? But you may call me the Shredder. Slap box with Jesus, lick shots at Joseph. Slap box with Jesus, lick shots at Joseph. Box with Jesus, lick shots at Joseph. Slap box with Jesus, lick shots at Joseph.